Hello everyone and good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Um, I've recorded this podcast like six different times because each time I felt like I wasn't relaying the message the way that I was supposed to relay the message. And um, I feel like it is important um, the way that I get this message across because uh, black people, we have to come together and we have to take this seriously, especially us younger people who feel like we don't have a voice or feel like, you know, there's really nothing that we can do but um, retweet, repost, and bring awareness to the situation. But um, I think it's time that we take matters into our own hands and come together and communicate. Communicate as black people because this cycle is going to continue if we aren't unified. If we don't have a voice, it's going to continue. Black people are going to continue to die. Um, oh yeah, by the way, I woke up this morning. This is the reason for this podcast. I woke up this morning and um, I seen that another black man died in Minnesota um, for, they believe that he was forging a check. Um, I don't know how you get killed from forging a check, but... um. It happened. Um, the police killed him. And um, I'm not surprised. Sadly, this has become the normal for us to wake up in the morning and to see a black man dying or a black man getting wrongfully accused of something and uh, a cop being fearful of him and killing him, taking his life. And it's normal. I can say that with no emotion because it happens every few months and um at this point I am tired of it I'm angry but I don't want to use my anger in a manner that's not going to help I don't want to put my emotions into being mad I want to put my emotions into changing something into teaching us all a lesson that we have a voice and that if we come together our voice will be stronger And it's crazy because last week I had just tweeted about um, how it's not safe to live in America. And for me, um, it's not that I hate white people. It's just that I choose not to associate myself with them. And um, I want to change the narrative for my kids. So I don't want to live in America. I don't want to raise my kids in America because I don't want them to have the same narrative. I don't want them to have to deal with the same thing that I'm dealing with today. And um, that may not be everyone else's um, objective, but that is mine to uh, save enough money and go somewhere and start a family with whomever I decide to start a family with. Um, But I think it's important for us to realize that we'll never be accepted. There will never be enough justice that they can give us. There's never enough money that they can give us to change how we feel or for them to change how they feel about us. And um, no longer will I complain. I will put my best foot forward and I will put my emotions to the side to advocate for those who have died and to advocate for those who could potentially die in the future. 
I want to stop it from happening. And it definitely starts with us. It starts with us accepting the fact that things will never be normal for us. Our blackness is an issue. It has always been an issue since we got here. They don't want to see us thrive. They don't want to see us prosper. They want to see us down. They want us to be sad. And the sad part about it is, is that we do this thing where we're woke and we're aware for a month. I want to say that's probably too long, but we're woke and we're aware for a month. We repost, we complain, and then they do something and then we're okay until it happens again. And um, it's just a repeated cycle. It's a repeated cycle of nonsense. They do something to shut us up, we shut up, and then it happens all again. Um, This time, I refuse to shut up. This time, I refuse to act like everything's okay. I'm tired. As a black woman, I'm tired of seeing black men die. As a black woman, I'm tired of suffering. As a black woman, I'm tired of seeing my black men suffer. And it's crazy because it's like, we've suffered as black people our entire existence in America. It's gotten better for sure. They, they, they made us citizens. They made us quote unquote equal. They let us have regular jobs. I can wear my braids at my job. People still stare at me crazy, but I still wear my braids. I come to work with different hairstyles. They always question me about it, but I still do it. But we'll never be equal to them. We'll never be equal until an equal amount of them are dying. And I don't want to think that way. I never want to have that nasty mindset to the point where it's like an eye for an eye. If you kill one of mine, I'm killing one of yours. I don't want to do that. I want to be better than them. I want to strive to be better than them. I don't want to stoop down to their level because they're nasty human beings. And and the crazy thing about it is, is they're not even, they should be the, the ones that are animals. They're the ones killing. It's sickening to wake up and, and see that someone's father, someone's son, someone someone's uncle, someone's brother had had to lose their life because they went to go cash a check. You think he woke up and he just thought, I'm black. Let me be careful for being black. Let me make sure my blackness doesn't show too much today because I can get killed. Let me not speak up and say, hey, why are you questioning me? I can't do that because I may be killed. Because I'm being aggressive. Because of my color. Who's the real aggressor? Is it us or is it them? When do we say enough is enough? When do we fight back? the right way. We can't fight back like how they fight back because then they're going to kill us more. We have to come up with ways to fight back so they're not scared. We have to be smarter than them in order to get them to hear us. 
Yeah, we can go out and have a whole bunch of guns and kill cops, but what is that really going to do? Do you think things are going to change? I don't. I think things will only change if we change. If we, cut, we become stingy with where we shop, where we go as black people. And I'm not saying that we need to limit ourselves, but in the same sense I am saying we need to limit ourselves, we need to only support black businesses. We as black people need to invent more things in order for black people to feel comfortable to go to these places. In order for black people to feel comfortable to go cash a check. And I'm saying this to say that we have the capability to do all these things. It's just we don't have unity. We don't want to come together. We want to argue and we want to bicker about who's more right. Black people can never come together and just have a civilized conversation without an argument. It's sad. But that's something that we need to work on as individuals so we can become a collective and we can become one voice. And once we do that, they can't help but hear us. They won't, they won't be able to ignore us in the masses as black people, unified, black women and black men unified. They've been trying to split us up since the beginning. They have been taking black men away from their families. That's why I'll never blame a black man for not sticking by his family because he was never taught to. It has been always instilled in the black man that, you know, you don't stick you don't stick around to, to raise your kids. Because slave owners would would either take your kids, take your wife or move you somewhere else. We have so much trauma that we have to heal from, that our ancestors went through, that we still have to heal as individuals. We have to heal that first before we can deal with what we're dealing with today. And it's sad and it sucks, but that's the harsh reality of it all. But we just continue to live our day-to-day lives like our blackness doesn't matter. Like it's just, we're normal, but we're not. And we don't realize we're not normal until something like this happens. And then we all become livid. And then we go right back in the same place that we were before where we're acting as if everything's all normal. We as black people have to deal with our trauma so we can come together as a collective. They're picking us off one by one. What are we going to do to stop it? What are we going to do to stop it? We first have to fix ourselves. Then come together as a collective and speak upon our traumas. Speak on the things that need to be changed. And then we will see change. Once we see change in ourselves, we won't even care about the white people. If we can come together and we put all of our money in to go buy an island or do whatever, do some black shit, I bet you we won't even care about what the white people think or what the white people do because we'll have each other. That's all we need as black people is each other. 
But we as black people don't accept other black people. We talk down on each other. And I am at fault for it, too, because I was just on Twitter last week speaking down on a black man. And it's not like I was speaking down on him in a manner that is like black men are so stupid. Black men ain't shit. I'm speaking down because it's like I expect more of the black man. But I can't expect more of the black man when he doesn't realize his potential. And it's up to me to show the black man his potential. It's up to the black women to to put the black man on a pedestal, to, to let them see that they're superior, to let them see that we black women, we want to serve them. And it was brought to my attention today by a friend of mine that It's, it's the black woman that strays the black man away. Because for, uh, for me, at least, I'm an alpha female. So I'm going to speak to you like a nigga. I'm going to speak to you like a man. And that pushes men away. And I'm realizing that now that I, I have to, to tap into my feminine energy and be submissive at the same time. And it sucks that I have to do that. But a black man doesn't like to be talked down to. He doesn't. And I think that's something that we as black women have to realize that we cannot talk down to our black men. We have to uplift them. And I do apologize for the tweets that I had said, even though they were valid, even though I did make some valid points and they are important. But I want to speak life into the situation rather than saying that you guys are stuck in a place or stuck in an area because I want black men to get through it. And I want us black women to realize that we are the ones that are going to have to help them get through it. We have to support them, whether they're doing whatever it is, whether they're selling drugs on the street or whether he's playing uh, in the league somewhere. We have to support our black men's dreams. Because somewhere along the line, black men have started dating other races because we as black women haven't been giving them what they wanted. Or we've been making it harder for them. And that doesn't mean to say that we have to start, you know, dealing with more stuff from the black man. Because that doesn't mean that we deal with the cheating and we deal with the stuff just to stick by your black man. No, we have to teach them in the way that they should go. We have to guide them. Still remain true to yourself, but guide them rather than talk down upon them. It's definitely up to us. And it's definitely up to them to listen, to learn, to be guided, to be willing to be taught. I think we as black people, we have everything that we need within ourselves to become better, to become superior. It's just that we can't come together as a collective. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're black, please reach out to me because I do want to do something, either a town hall meeting, a Zoom meeting, whatever. I want black people, I want us to all come together and I want us to talk about it. I want us to be sad in the same area. I want us to be angry in the same area, but I want us to be able to control our emotions. Once we control our emotions, they can't stop us because right now we're angry. And you know, what does the angry black man do? What does the angry black woman go do? They go out and do some bullshit because we don't know how to handle our emotions. We were never taught to handle our emotions. 
So I want us to all come together and I all want us to, to vent, to vent to one another, to write on the board why we're angry, why we're sad, why we still seek acceptance from white people or other races. Why do we tap out of our own beings and, and look for another race for acceptance, look to another race for acceptance or guidance? Why do we do that? Why do we believe mixed is better? Why isn't black enough anymore? I think these will get to the root of, of whatever is causing us not to be unified. And then from there, we will have a voice. So even if you're not black and you're listening to this and you want to be a part of it and you want to be a part of the movement, let me know. Um, but black people, we need to get it together. We have to protect our young boys. We have to protect our, our young girls. My niece, my nephew. My nephew. I couldn't imagine my nephew going out and not coming back. We have to do something. We have to change. We have to implement. We have to move. We cannot stand still. We cannot be still. We we cannot accept the fact that this is reality because it's not. This is not supposed to be our reality. We have to do something. Our ancestors did something that got us to this point, and we have to do something for the next generation. It all starts with us. I hope everyone has a good rest of their day. Please reach out to me. I'm serious about this, and let me know what you would like to do, what we could do. Give me ideas. I need feedback because I can't accept this anymore. I can't. Have a blessed day.